Science Journal for Kids and Teens presents What are the benefits of growing multiple crop species together? Read by Miranda Wilson Abstract Did you know there are different ways to grow food? Two ways are sole cropping and intercropping. Farmers sole crop when they plant a field with only one crop. Farmers intercrop when they plant two or more crops in the same field. We wanted to compare sole cropping and intercropping. We found that intercropping produces less of each type of crop on a field, but intercropping produces more food choices. It can also save land space and reduce the amount of fertilizer needed to grow food. That is why intercropping is an important method for farmers to consider using in the future. Introduction. Farmers grow a lot of the food you eat. Farmers have two main goals. The first goal is to grow enough food to meet the needs of a growing population. The second goal is to grow this food in a sustainable way. How can farmers grow large amounts of food without using too many natural resources? There are two main methods, sole cropping and intercropping. Sole cropping is when only one plant species grows in a field. Intercropping is when two or more plant species are grown in the same field at the same time. During intercropping, a grain crop and a legume crop are often grown together. Intercropping increases crop diversity. Crop diversity can protect fields from pests, diseases, and weeds. For example, if one plant becomes infected with a pest, it can spread to plants of the same species. With intercropping, the mixture of plants prevents the pest from spreading. Intercropping can also affect the amount of fertilizer used by a farm. Using less fertilizer is important. Then the farmer needs to use fewer resources. So, it lowers the cost of growing the food. Lower fertilizer use can also reduce the amount of nitrogen pollution in rivers and the ocean. Most farmers use sole cropping, not intercropping. We wanted to compare these two farming methods. Our goal was to provide information to farmers and policymakers. We used the results of field experiments to compare these two methods. In this photo, you can see corn, or maize, is the most widely cultivated grain in the world. People can eat it directly, but also use it for animal feed, cornstarch, corn syrup, and biofuels. You can see hands holding an ear of corn in the picture. The husk is parted so you can see the corn inside. Methods. We analyzed a global set of data. It included the results of over 200 experiments. These experiments investigated intercrops that included a grain and another crop type. The second crop was either a legume or oilseed crop. We focused on experiments that used the same methods to grow the intercrop and the sole crop. From the experiments, we worked out several things. One, the amount of grain that could grow on a field. Two, how much grain could grow on the same field with a second crop. Three, how much nitrogen fertilizer the field needed. And finally, four, land use efficiency and protein content.
Results. Intercropping produces less grain than sole cropping. Imagine two identical fields. A farmer plants only corn, or maize, on field one. The farmer plants field two with half corn and half soybeans. At the end of the growing season, field one produces 10 tons of corn. Field two only produces eight tons. But intercropping produces more food than sole cropping. Imagine our farmer needs to grow both corn and soybeans. To do that, the farmer can plant field one with corn and field two with soybeans. If they do, they get 10 tons of corn and four tons of soybeans. But the farmer could also plant both fields half with corn and half with soybeans. If they do, they get 16 tons of corn and four tons of legumes. That is a total of 20 tons compared to 14. We also found that intercropping requires less nitrogen fertilizer. It also produces either the same amount or a higher amount of protein. Here in figure one, you can see an illustrated comparison of sole cropping versus intercropping. In the top row, you can see two fields of sole cropping. On the left, field one produces 10 tons of corn, and on the right, field two produces four tons of soybeans. This means the total amount of food grown in the two fields is 14 tons. In the bottom row, you can see two fields of intercropping. On the left, field one produces eight tons of corn and two tons of soybeans. On the right, field two produces the same. This means the total amount of food grown in the two fields is 20 tons. Looking at the illustration, how much more food does intercropping produce compared to sole cropping? Discussion. Is intercropping the best farming method? The answer to this question depends on the goal of the farmer. If the goal is to produce the largest amount of a single crop, then sole cropping is a better method. If the goal is to produce many types of food, then intercropping is a better method. With intercropping, farmers cannot grow as much of each individual crop, but by growing two crops together, the land produces many food types. Intercropping can also increase land productivity. If a farmer plants a field with half corn and half soybeans, we expect to grow half as much of each. Think back to field one and field two. If the farmer uses intercropping, we predict that five tons of corn and two tons of soybeans will grow, but the farmer actually grew eight tons of corn and two tons of soybeans. Why? The corn and soybeans grow in alternating rows. Growing the different plants next to each other helps them grow better. That's because each crop has different needs. A corn plant growing next to another corn plant will fight over the resources it needs to grow. It doesn't have to fight as much next to a soybean plant. We also learned that intercropping often decreases nitrogen fertilizer use. That means intercropping is a more sustainable practice. It reduces the amount of resources needed to grow food. It also helps reduce the impact of farming on the environment. Nitrogen fertilizer is a common water pollutant. 
Less fertilizer use means less nitrogen enters rivers and the ocean. Our research showed that intercropping is a good choice for farmers. We found that there are many benefits to intercropping. That is why farmers need to think about using this method in the future. Conclusion. Intercropping is an example of how important diversity is to an ecosystem. The more diverse an area, the more able it is to survive disease, pests, and extreme weather events. You can help keep your local ecosystem stable. Try planting a diverse set of plants in your yard or garden. This diversity can maintain the health of the soil. It can provide habitats for many organisms, such as insects and birds. Which plants are best to grow in your area? Do some research or ask for guidance when purchasing plants to grow in your yard or garden. Thank you for listening to this recording. This work has been adapted from the original peer-reviewed paper in the journal PNAS, published on January 3, 2023. Research conducted by Chun Jie Li, Tiered Jan Stomph, David Makowski, Wolk van der Werf, and others from the National Academy of Agriculture Green Development at China Agricultural University in China, the Center for Crop Systems Analysis at Wageningen University in the Netherlands, and AgroParis Tech at the University Paris Saclay in France. See the full list of affiliations in the accompanying PDF. Please visit our website, sciencejournalforkids.org, for more free science teaching resources.